You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. They make money the old-fashioned way. They earn it. Hot take, the best way to acquire crypto is to earn it. Do you write tweets? Do you use social media to share your art, blogs or videos? Goodness, do you watch videos? You could be earning crypto doing it. This video is part of a series about using crypto every day. And in this episode, we'll explore a bunch of different social media platforms that can help you build up your crypto portfolio just by doing much of what you're probably already doing. I post my earnings every month uh, for people to kind of keep track and see what is actually possible. Scott Cunningham is a prolific content creator who spends most of his time trying out new platforms and products in the crypto world and vlogging about his experience. Hey everyone, I'm Scott Cunningham, aka Scotty Business. He says, as more people start to earn and spend cryptocurrency, we're seeing a closed loop economy emerge where people can live entirely on crypto. It's at the point where it's like a livable wage for me. Earning is a great way to get into crypto without going through centralized exchanges. I'm ready to make some money now. Great, so let's look at some of these platforms. Library is a really, really cool platform. You have everything that you would have on YouTube, but completely decentralized. Library is a peer-to-peer video watching app. Your videos are hosted by any number of people in a decentralized way, but you can also watch videos through the website Odyssey, a really cool front end for the library network. Users and content creators alike can earn cryptocurrency. There are no ads, it's privacy focused, it's heavily free speech oriented. Library is really trying to be the YouTube alternative. I prefer to call it a successor to YouTube rather than an alternative. YouTube started out as the place for an independent content creator to earn money without having to go through gatekeepers like recording studios or cable networks first. Um, this is going to be a video where I update you guys on my channel, what's going on, and in my life, why not? But as YouTube grew, in many ways, they became the gatekeepers. In order to earn there, you now had to be part of their partnership program and have a certain number of subscribers and views on your channel. But on Library, there are no barriers like these. For new creators, you are able to monetize from day one, whereas myself, it took over three years to finally get monetized on YouTube. How do people make money on Library? You earn LBC, which is library credits. You have full access to your, your, your funds. There's no KYC. There's no restrictions about minimum withdrawals or anything like that. LBC tokens are traded on many exchanges, but the main value of LBC is on the platform itself. You can use your LBC to boost your content uh, and get more visibility on library. Using support to add LBC to certain videos or channels doesn't actually spend these tokens. It allows you to essentially support creators that you like or support your own content without having to actually, you know, give up any of your own funds to do that. Essentially, people are lending you money to help boost your content. There's also a tipping function on library. If you want to actually just give them that those funds as like a, a pure donation versus just supporting, you can also do that as well. Or you can put content behind a paywall and people will purchase it using LBC. But what's really unique about Library that you never saw on platforms like YouTube is that you can earn money even if you're not a content creator. You can earn a random amount of LBC for watching a video. 
on uh, on library. So if you're a viewer, why not watch on library instead of YouTube and also pick up some crypto? And if you're a content creator, you can sync your YouTube channel so that your videos automatically appear on library. It's not just great for earning passive money, but also if YouTube ever decided to censor any of your content, uh, you've got it all backed up on library, which is fantastic. Then there's Hive. It's kind of like Facebook meets like Reddit. You can post blogs, videos, photos, like people's posts, and most importantly, earn Hive tokens. Based on how many people like your content and um, how much they like it, you'll earn more based on that. You don't actually have to post things to earn Hive. If I upvote someone's content and then a bunch of other people upvote it, I can earn money for curating good content because I helped uh, get something more trending. If you know something is going to do well or you have a good eye for content, you can actually earn a fairly decent amount of cryptocurrency just by participating and liking and engaging with content that you that you think is going to do well. Not a bad day's work. Most of us do that for free on Twitter and Facebook. It can be confusing how to access Hive though. Anyone can build an app or website that accesses this decentralized Hive blockchain. There's a bunch of different interfaces that people can access. It just just looks different, but everything on the back end is, is all the same. So essentially, there are multiple different websites you can use, but you're still using Hive under the hood. I probably use Peak D the most as my blogging platform. I typically use Three Speak where I post all my videos for like a Twitter status update type platform. They have a D.buzz. They have basically created all of the social platforms that you know today but in a decentralized way, all existing on one network. The Hive token trades on major exchanges, so you can earn money on the platform and cash out into other cryptocurrencies. Or you can also stake on the platform. You lock it up for a certain amount of time. And doing this pays you interest. Some Hive users who are not content creators earn low double-digit annual interest on their crypto, passively. One thing people criticize about Hive though is that those with large amounts of Hive tokens are able to disproportionately affect the popularity of certain posts. People might rely on a whale's upvote to earn a lot of money. So if you're just a minnow content creator just getting started, you have to be strategic about getting noticed. But the same really goes for any platform and building a following. At the end of the day, people are still earning a lot of cryptocurrency on this platform. The great thing is that it's just, it's all decentralized. It's all up to you. It's all owned by you. There is no hive company that's going to come in and ban you. If all the staking and locking up and lending is making you dizzy, Float might be more straightforward. It's like a Facebook alternative, but also allows people to send you recurring Bitcoin donations. Kind of like a crypto Patreon. You can subscribe to your favorite content creators and then you can send them uh, a monthly uh, little Bitcoin donation. It's a cool patronage service that also has a live stream feature, super chats, and a fan model where subscribers get exclusive access to content and early rollouts. Mines is kind of like Facebook, and it also has a YouTube sync feature that is a big draw for bringing people onto the platform. People don't want to start importing their entire YouTube library when they start a new platform. So having an easy way to just like sync your YouTube is a great way for people to get started. You don't want to put time into building a community on something that you don't know whether it's going to be popular or not. Uh, so it's nice to have something automated. Minds itself isn't decentralized on the back end and content isn't stored or indexed on the blockchain, but the Minds token is decentralized. Minds tokens are an ERC20 token on the Ethereum network. 
and uh mainly you can get like you can trade them on uniswap you earn the mines token from engaging on the platform that includes receiving tips from people earning by commenting liking to boost content staking you can be paid in usd btc mines token or ether you can only cash out at every hundred dollars or more in value you do have to have a mines plus membership to be able to withdraw the earnings that you get read.cash is great for blogging. It's like Medium where you can write articles, but you can also post little status updates. But instead of clapping like you do on Medium, you can actually send someone a tip. Yeah, exactly. And you can still upvote and downvote and all that good stuff as well. Where crypto really shines is with microtransactions, being able to support creators directly with small payments for their blogs or videos. Read.cash uses the cryptocurrency Bitcoin Cash for these transactions. They have like a random tipping bot that will give out tips. They also have a boosting model where you can just use your Bitcoin cash that you've either earned or deposited and you can boost your content within the network. Another cool way to boost your content is through something called a sponsorship, which allows people to bid on a little ad placement on your sponsor block. You can pay to sponsor someone's page or their content and you can show up as like a sponsor on their on their profile. Another platform that uses Bitcoin Cash is Memo.Cash. It's kind of like the crypto version of Twitter. It's short amount of characters. The content is actually existing on the Bitcoin Cash network. And people can tip you if they like this content. It also allows you to mint your own token, which is very, very cool. Bitcoin Cash has a token ecosystem called SLP. And since memo.cash is built on Bitcoin Cash, SLP token creation is a snap. I've created my own token, a completely useless thing called a redback, but it was fun to experiment with. It's almost like a form of communication where like you can create a token that like represents something that you like. People will send that to people and be like, have some of this whatever token that represents this thing that I like, or they might stand for like a movement. Sometimes I'll get a thousand beer tokens and that's when I know that I've made a really good post. Or I might get less friendly tokens and that's when I know to do better on my next one. It's just like adding reaction emojis, except these emojis are tradable on the marketplace built for memo.cash or on a bunch of other exchanges. While it's not a social media platform, the Brave Browser's basic attention token is definitely worth mentioning as a way to earn crypto. And it does integrate with existing social media platforms for people using the Brave Browser. You have the ability to be donated to as a creator and you can sign up for uh, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and a couple other platforms. Occasionally, I might do a good tweet and someone tips me for it. That's strange, yeah. having tweets monetized. And I think it's just a very, very powerful way to bring crypto into places that it otherwise wasn't going to be. But you don't have to be a video maker or blogger to earn BAT. You can also earn BAT from watching ads. Brave blocks ads and allows users to opt in or out. And if you opt in, Brave is willing to pay you for your time through BAT. You will earn, I believe it's 70% of the revenue from the ad uh, just for seeing it. They're very unintrusive. You, I, I honestly barely notice them. You can spend it on gift cards. You can you know, transacted on exchanges. Or feed that bat back into the economy by tipping people. Cointree is another tipping platform where you can send someone a message and receive crypto. Just to be clear, I'm a little biased about this one because I created Cointree. It was a tool that I felt I needed in my life as a content creator. And it's become especially popular as a crypto tipping tool for live streams because vloggers can read out your message on air when they receive a tip. It also works as a handy link page for all your crypto addresses as well as all your social media platforms. 
platforms. I absolutely recommend using Cointree as well because it makes it just way easier to have one place for everything. And I mean, it's free. DTube is the final platform we'll go into and it evolved out of Steemit and Hive. It later moved to its own mainnet and created its own token, DTC. It's able to be withdrawn and sold on Uniswap and traded uh, as an ERC-20 token. DTube would best be considered an alternative to YouTube. You can even import your YouTube videos, which is a lot easier if you don't want to upload it directly. And then they also offer IPFS uh, uploads as well for people who want to go super decentralized. An important caveat for sites like DTube is that videos eat up a lot of space. And so there have been many cases where sites, after a few months of seeing low to no views, purge their platform of video content. That can for sure be distressing for content creators. DTube might have solved this issue by moving onto its own blockchain, but it's still good to keep that possibility in mind. There are, of course, many other really great crypto-focused social media platforms out there, like den.social and publishox, and more are being developed all the time. The bottom line is you don't need to use centralized exchanges to get into crypto. Instead, you can find ways to turn your ordinary habits into opportunities to earn crypto. This way, you can fully embrace its P2P nature and can start living the decentralized life instead of just dreaming about it. To watch the video version of this episode, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute or Library.io. Hey, I'm a big coin fan.